to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They're the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Right on. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about their website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Not a matter of matter when you visit their website. Be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. And while you're strapped up, saddle up in a new ride from Roper. Kia, check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. And once you have that newer ride, you're probably going to need your oil change and your tire service at some point. So you might as well get that taken care of right here in Joplin because we have the spot for you at Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them for your tire and lube needs. No, res- Oh, my gosh, no reserved auctions. Not there. But they do specialize in tires they and do lube. no reserved auctions at downtown Lube? who needs a tie you need a tie you get a tie everybody gets a tie a little really oprah winfrey for you venture. <laughs> downtown well, lube no reserve auction it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you're how gonna much need do you want to pay for an oil change your tire service make sure you get that taken care of at downtown lube where they might have an auction for you to get your oil changed <laughs> have you been pre-drinking I might have. It's been one of those days, it feels like. It's, it's good to be here, though. That is for yep, sure. Yep, and we appreciate all of our listeners joining us today um, all over the world. What country was it we used to be really big in? Uh, Puerto Rico. Number one. Know. Somebody else was. I don't know. Anyway, we appreciate you guys joining us and putting up with all of our nonsense. Join today. Um, also, Matt Miller, ESPN, going to join us, talk some NFL draft and also NFL. And then um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a week away. This snuck up on me today. I didn't realize it, but at 7 o'clock this morning, I fired off a tweet, most underrated holiday. Which is a bold take. It's good to be back with you guys, by Mm -hmm. the way. It's nice to be in an office with big country spilling Natty Light all over the equipment right before we we go on live, so I love that. It is good to be back. Thanksgiving, definitely underrated. Fourth of July, I don't know. Fourth of July is... Is it underrated or is it properly ready? I feel, I feel like, like Fourth of July. Fourth of July is one of those ones where like you're excited about it till you get to the day and then you realize there's a chance for rain and then you have to wait till the end of the day for the best part of it. I had like, an I love Fourth, Fourth of, of July, July, but it's just like yeah, you guys had a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was absolute shit. I say that might be on you. I had a great Fourth of July. Um, I, bought, you, I bought an inflatable. You, bad. you, you had a break up. You had a break up. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was more than just we don't got to go. Welcome back, <laughs> Jesus! It was more than the breakup. <laughs> okay, I was like, you were there, couple, right? Like, couple yeah. breakups. I had a great time. <laughs> I bought an inflatable kiddie pool. I almost like, fell oh, in it. Yep, sat in it because I got up and then like did the one leg around huh? it, and I got unstable on the one leg. And well, I was singing like "Proud to Be an American" yes. or something. Yep. Just yeah, yeah. You repeat. stood up. You stood up and saluted the fireworks. <laughs> Yeah. Also, my birthday is right before the 4th, and my wife and kids got me. uh, I'm obviously sponsored by Yeti, big fan of their products. They got me the bullhorns, though, that you can put on your Yeti, and we were roping it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was a good time. I love 4th of July. It was. And we will talk a little bit more Thanksgiving and maybe segue into some holidays as well. One one thing, let's just start off random. 
one thing that we were talking about last episode is people putting up Christmas stuff early. Mm -hmm. Matt, where do you stand on that? Um, yeah, so I am a big fan of do whatever makes you happy, to, but don't put your Christmas decorations up in September, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, my my house, uh, Mello, you know this about me. I think everyone else does. I love Christmas. Like I just routinely sing Christmas carols in the middle of the summer. I don't care. I'm a big Christmas music fan. I really like Christmas. Uh, we don't have our tree up yet. I think we're putting it up Monday. But we do the live tree so you can't like that, that kind of puts a limit on you of, okay, we can't go too early because it will dry out over time. Oh, so, like a real tree. A okay. real tree. I was like, what's yeah. a live tree? <laughs> yeah. Live so he's just going to wake up in the morning like, ah, what Lights, a good day. Yeah, just right? standing still. Right? He still has <laughs> yep. roots. Yeah. One <laughs> branch is bigger than the other. Plant, it's in yeah. a pot. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did. So real tree, live tree. And so that does put a, a limit on you. But I don't, real tree, it's a camo tree. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Sponsored hashtag. Um, but you drove by my house for Halloween. And I mean, my wife decorated our house for Halloween in like August. So I do think there's like whatever holiday she's feeling is the where the house gets decorated more. Yeah, I'm I'm about it too. I, I don't really care. How about this one though? This weekend, the big news out of the NFL today was the moving of the Bills and Browns game. It was forecasted three to six feet of snow. Snow apocalypse. Immediately, people start getting excited, like a, a snow game. The NFL will not allow a snow game anymore they've moved this game to detroit and you can tell me about all the public safety nonsense and business if you're going to allow a team to play in buffalo new york where you know snow is possible and you don't require them to put a dome on the stadium you should be required to play that game in all elements i mean that's what you want that's what you ask for play the damn game so he, i'm old and i'll i will but i'm not this old but Things like today, like the Ice Bowl, would never happen. One of the greatest games in NFL history. The Fog Bowl would never happen. One of the greatest days in NFL history. Uh, even the Patriots over Raiders. That I don't think a lot of people forget. They remember the the tuck rule. They remember Vinatieri kicking. What they don't remember is how much it had snowed that day and snowed throughout that game. Would that game happen today? Uh, country, are you, are you old enough to remember? I know Mello is. Like in Green Bay and Buffalo, when we were growing up, you would you would turn on ESPN in the morning, watch Sports Center. And they would have like they would talk about like we got like four thousand volunteers from the city to come shovel snow, and they got free tickets to the game because they're shoveling snow to clear the field for the game. Like that, like maybe it's just like that old timer that I love or that even, about football. Even now with some of these stadiums, Buffalo, Green Bay, it will be forecasted snow. I'm like oh, eight inches of snow or yeah. whatever. But then these fields just melted off immediately because yeah, like, they had Lambo, that new heater coils. system. Exactly. So like yeah. even in Buffalo a couple of years ago, was it the Chiefs game, I think? Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's going to be a snow game. Not a single flake on that field. Yep. It was piled in the Does stands. Does this happen to other places where – I know it happens here, and it will happen soon, I promise you, because it happens in the spring and the winter. You remember we always get that first tornado, and they're like, it's an EF5, we're all going to die. And then it <laughs> like there's no tornado. And then for our first snow, they'll be like – 12, 14 inches, get your bread and milk, and we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yes. And then it, do it doesn't snow. I bet it doesn't snow on Buffalo. <laughs> it's going to be like six, six feet. Like, mm -hmm. It's going to yeah. cover. It'll be a nice dust. You know, yeah. Cole Beasley is going to be covered up by the snow, and it's going to yeah. be like, yeah, it was cold. Oh, the wind changed, and then no snow at all. Also, I am pissed that it's going to be, if it's like that for a game and we're not there, I'm going to forever regret it. What's the temperature going to be like up there? Below 32. <laughs> 
I don't know. No, I have it, no it, idea. It'll hover around in Buffalo. There. Yeah, because yeah. if it gets too cold, it can't snow. Right. So it's. Well, I it's think it's going It's probably going to be like the high twenty, low twenties. Well, like tomorrow just, here, the highest thirty degrees. Yeah, I got up this morning and walked my dog. Chris, twenty. Did you get a dog? I sure did. <laughs> He's a cute little fucker too, and I'm proud of it. So. What? I go to the gym. I used to live in Kansas City, and I have a dog. My name is Austin Cunningham. I go by Big Country. Uh, to answer your question that you asked about five minutes ago, I do not remember uh, them having volunteers come in. To, oh, it was great. To do that where us, you know, shovel the snow and then let them stay for the game. I think that's pretty cool. But, like, even now, though, like with Buffalo, if you hear about this, like three to six feet of snow, four to seven feet, whatever the, the forecast is, why in the world are you going to let them build a new stadium at that price? And like Melo said, mm-hmm. just not put a dome on it to where – this is probably going to happen again. It might be 50 years, but at the same time, it's like they're still going to have this new stadium that they have in the next 50 it's like years. Say they don't want a dome on it. So even Buffalo if, or the NFL? Buffalo. They don't want a dome on it. And because it is still the Pagula's money and it is the whatever Erie County, is that what Buffalo's mm-hmm. in? It's their money, and they say, no, we don't want one. Here's like – Inside baseball, they're saying, like Mello said, public safety concerns. They don't want to take resources away from the city of Buffalo to have this football game. But I think we all know it's fans aren't going to be able to get to the game. We're not going to make any money. But you move the game to Detroit where fans also can't get to. Yeah. And you're going to probably have issues of fans from Buffalo trying to go to Detroit, which is going to be a public right. safety issue. And that, that was my so, thing. And too. also, like, sorry, I didn't mean to jump over you, but the Browns could fly in today. Mm-hmm. They could have flown in yesterday. Yeah, because it's I, not that I far. You can earlier, take a bus, and it was a it was a little bit sarcastic, but at the same time, it's like you put a stadium in Buffalo. It's been there for forever. You know what the weather is, mm-hmm. but people were like, "Well, fans can't get to the stadium." Well, these the fans are not the Buffalo fans are not just going to write it off and be like, eh, "Not going." Yeah, they're like a Super Bowl team. They're going to Detroit. So people being like, "Well, the airport's going to close," that's not going to stop them. It's a three hour drive. They're, with traffic, they yeah, can make they're it. they're going. To you don't go. even have to fly. So, in, like maybe the community resources and things like that. I think you're right, though. I think it's more about the money of it all yeah. of not having as many people show up. So, trying to move it to Detroit, I'd be pissed if I were Buffalo, if I were the Bills, if I were a Bills fan. And I don't. I actually don't know. Maybe you guys do. What happens with you? You know, you're the so this year the NFC has more home games. They have nine. The AFC has eight. Well, so the Bills are losing a home game. What happens mm-hmm. there? Do they get one back? Because they're supposed to play Thanksgiving in Detroit, of all places. So they're going to stay? Buffalo? Or or no, I'm sorry. No, they're not. Someone is. The Giants? I don't, I don't know. So maybe that part doesn't matter. Detroit does host a game on, on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Thursday. They always do. But I do wonder. So, like, what happens to the Bills? That extra game? Do fans get... You know they're not getting reimbursed. No. There's no fucking yeah. way. Yeah, I, I mean, they'll, they'll probably just be like, yeah, you get a playoff game, you're fine. My thing is, though, it's like, let's say it did say Buffalo. We remember how brutal that game was last year between Buffalo and the Patriots when it was that giant, like, windstorm, and it was yep. just so boring to watch, and the Patriots come out with three. a victory. I wonder if the NFL is looking at it and like, okay, we cannot have that type of product on the field again. We can't have another low-scoring game that's affected by the weather. Let's just move this to Detroit. And it also makes me wonder, let's say Josh Allen just has a stellar game. And, I mean, just lights up Cleveland. And we're sitting here and then wondering, like, maybe they should put a dome in Buffalo because look at how well Josh Allen played in the dome when they should have been a home If game. I were the Bills, I would never want to put Josh Allen in a dome because I imagine that 245-pound Mack truck of a quarterback running over DBs when it's 12 degrees, and I want that. Yeah, but how much 
I just everyone call me when I'm in the middle of doing a show. Do not disturb. I just did it. I thought I was already yeah. on, to be honest. Uh, so I, I've heard you guys talk about that before. This is like a Festivus episode. I get to come on <laughs> and complain about everything you guys talk about. I feel like Josh will be able to maintain it. I mean, Brett Favre did, and Brett Favre's a lot smaller and not as reckless. But he was – I mean, he got hit a lot. John Elway maintained it. And those are like historical examples. So I don't, I don't worry about like, I got asked that today doing local radio. Do I worry about Justin Fields? No. Uh, do I worry about Lamar Jackson? A little bit. Kyler Murray? Yeah, but also just he's so not those good. So guys are just built different. Yeah, I think Josh is Not like the TikTok sound. Like they're right. actually like, Justin Fields is thick. Yeah. And with Josh Allen, I think eventually with Josh Allen, he's going to be different. Whereas guys like Cam Newton continue to run. Yeah. I think Josh Allen, eventually he's going to have to rein it in. I also think that people like Justin Fields, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts are better natural passers than Cam Newton ever could be. Mm-hmm. And so when they do have to change their game, they can because they have that ability. Like They are natural, fluid passers, whereas Cam really wasn't as much. You know, it, So I, I think we're even seeing elements of that, of like Josh Allen can drop back and beat you with his mm-hmm. arm, um, and they don't run the ball. Like they, I, I think they're last in the NFL in rushing attempts right now. It seems like it. And in, in designed or called runs, I should say. So, yeah. uh, and back to the next game for Detroit on Thanksgiving, it is against Buffalo. Okay, Detroit. I thought it was. Okay, yeah, yeah so they're just going to stay. Man, that's So they just completely avoid the snowstorm. Maybe that kind of makes sense then. It's like, hey, we're already going to play here. Let's just – is that kind of unfair to Detroit where they just get I mean, to kind of settle in? Who cares? It's Detroit. It's like this – Third worst team in the NFL. So, do this, is there a is there a possible advantage? Yeah, but they're one of the hottest teams too. Two wins, they beat the double two time MVP. Are you worried Aaron about the, the Lions if you're the Bills? No. Ah, uh, you might be. I was going to have a parlay. You just the lost Lions. to the Vikings. I think so. you're worried as much as you're worried about like this is another NFL team. But if you're Buffalo, you're probably like if you ask the Buffalo Bills, would you rather play the University of Georgia or the Detroit Lions this weekend? They'd probably be like, push. <laughs> yeah. Stetson Bennett still there? Yeah, right. Who's hmm. who's the quarterback? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It, it will be interesting. University of Georgia with any quarterback in the NFL or the Detroit Lions. I'm Especially if you take last year's team. Yeah, like all those prospects that they did lose with an NFL quarterback. Could a Georgia Alabama like an super SEC All Star team? Could it? Yeah, they could beat the Lions. I wish they would Dan almost Campbell. try this. Like, if you have this many NFL prospects on your team. I miss, they used to do it. Treat this like soccer, where it's like, hey, you win your league, so, you bump up. Friendly. Yeah. You want to relegate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did used to do Cole this. If we want to talk soccer. I was going to say, I don't know how that works, but I know that guy does right <laughs> <Yeah>. over there. <laughs> right? So what's up? No, I'm saying, could an, could an SEC, I'm taking your show over. Could an SEC super team beat the Lions? I know they could beat the Texans. And if so that happens, the Texans like, become the Houston Texans and welcome to the SEC. Yeah. You got to win here and you're back up. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I This year, so Bryce Young is going to be the quarterback. Jamar Gibbs at running back. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver this year in the SEC is Jalen Hurd, uh, Jalen uh, Hyatt, mm-hmm. Cedric Tillman. Uh, that's that's kind of it. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, Ole Miss. What about like realistically a college? Brock Bowers a tight end. Like, what if you brought in every Michael Meyer, Meyer and Brock oh, like Bowers. the All American team? Yeah, yeah. So you go like you go Bryce Young, Bijan running back, wide receivers still like I think Jordan Addison in the trenches is where the, it's the difference. Maker. It is when the you look at the skill position line. guys. Like Bijan Robinson's going to enter the NFL as one of the top running backs in the NFL. Yeah, three Texas fans may be a little bit biased on that, but I believe that. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
he's Saquon. Pro Bowler next year. He's a healthy Saquon. <laughs> yeah. That's what he is. Right. Yeah. The dude can do everything. And then if you throw in like some of those Ohio State receivers. Well, yeah, if like you got that. Marvin Harrison. Right. A healthy JSN, who I think is, spoiler alert, I don't think he's hurt. Uh, Jordan Addison in the slot. Yeah, you could run it. Brock yeah. Bowers and Michael Myers. It's the, the offensive and defensive line is just where. I think you could put together an O-line that could hold up. Like Paris Johnson, a left tackle. Uh, Osiris Torrance. Uh, you could go to the center for uh, Whipple from Ohio State, who's only a redshirt sophomore and is really, really good. You could go uh, Peter Skronsky at right tackle. Like you could, I think you might be okay <laughs> against the Texans. Can we touch up on the JSN like... conspiracy theory there? <laughs> oh, I don't think he's – I think he got hurt. I don't think he's at this hurt. And it's like, just he's... like stay healthy, get to the NFL? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine. I don't – I'm not yeah. faulting him. Like, Remember Nick Bosa did the did. same thing, you know. Uh I mean, hell, Christian McCaffrey was the guy who started this trend of like, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. I, it doesn't bother me at all. I, I, Do you I, think, I think it's affecting his draft status almost. Not that he's like not playing, but he hasn't had those big numbers. I think it's affecting it right now, but you know how it goes. By mm-hmm. March and April, it won't. You know, because everybody's going to watch the Rose Bowl against Utah where he had like 18 catches for 63 yards and no one could stop him. And you'd be like, oh, shit, I'll take that. You know, Jamar Chase didn't play us last year. How's he? Right. He's right. pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but even with Chase, we, we saw his draft status still kind of, like, stay in the same. Yeah. It feels like with Jackson Smith and Jigba, now he's he's not talked about as the top receiver. And yeah. he's, I don't know, is is he still, like, a solid first-round guy? I think he is. I think what hurts him is, unlike Jamar Chase or unlike Micah Parsons or unlike Rashawn Slater, he's he's small. And that's the biggest, to mm-hmm. me, the biggest question of JSN yeah, is he, like Jamar Chase, he's 210 right. pounds. Is JSN more than a quote-unquote slot? Which mm-hmm. I heard you say it the other day. I remember doing a show where people said Justin Jefferson is only a slot, mm-hmm. and he's not. He's the best receiver in the NFL. So um, I I still think JSN healthy is the best receiver in college football. And, I mean, it's weird because he was the number three receiver on his team last year, but I still think he was right. the best receiver in college well, I mean, football. what he did last year was amazing. Yeah. yeah. With Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave on his team. And Who I think now are like, I mean, stepped into their teams and are just absolute, just stellar targets. Yeah. They're wide receiver ones. Yeah. You know, and, and remember, like, I, I know Melo talks about this all the time. They had Jamison Williams and he couldn't get on the field. <laughs> like, yeah. think about that. Like, that's how, I mean, and so I will never worry about a wide receiver from Ohio State translating to the NFL. Does it make ever. you worry about. C.J. Stroud, though. I think you have to at least think about it. Because even now, like, you have Marvin Harrison over there. And a million other guys. They have, like, four or five stars playing wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, yes. I think you have to worry about it a little bit. It's the, like, adverse to Bryce Young, where Bryce Young is at Alabama, and he has no first-round talent around him. Which is all. surprising to hear at Alabama. But it's true. they've had like, it for so long. Yeah. None of their wide receivers – none of the wide receivers even look like top 100 picks – uh, the tight end's like solid, but he'll be a day three pick. The line, not that good either. Like no one there is going to be a first, probably or second round. We got pick. some young guys, like uh, what's J.C. Latham? I think he's a yep. sophomore. Yeah, he's uh, pretty solid. Jacory Brooks has been okay a receiver, but no, they don't have Jameson Williams. They don't have Jerry Judy. They don't yeah, have they don't the have Calvin name Ridley. that he fears. Like oh, he's coming to town. And I think so. For me, that's why. Like so, Bryce Young is my number one quarterback, even though he's five eleven and he's probably right now at about 190 pounds. I have talked to people that say, hey, we'll get him to 205. Don't worry about it. Um, we've seen that happen before. You know, Kyler Murray came in at 207. So it's doable. Um, I think Bryce Young elevating this Alabama team makes it easier to, 
Like, so he's going to get drafted by the Texans or the Panthers or the Lions, and he's going to go to a team that's not very good. And so it's easier to look at Bryce Young and say, okay, he's going to elevate those teams. I think with CJ, it's not that he can't do it. You just haven't seen it. And that makes it harder, right? So, like, my job is to evaluate players and answer as many questions as I can. With CJ Stroud, there are questions that I can't answer. Like, hey, how strong is his arm? So I think it's good. It's not like he's not Justin Herbert. A lot of people. A lot of his throws are touch passes, but. Right. It's also another one of those things you can't fault him because exactly those guys are pretty open. Yeah, it's not, his fault, it it's not his fault that his receivers are good. Yeah, at all. It's like, hey, I don't need to zip this in there because they're so open. There's no tight windows. There's right. no need to worry about that. But my thing with CJ Stroud too that makes me wonder is because you look at it as like a great positive. It's like, okay, this is what he looks like with all this NFL talent. This is NFL talent. You're going to go an NFL team. That's there. This is what's going to look like as a, just a perfect transition. Mm-hmm. But I guess then, you know, on the fault side of that is, well, they're going to let them have this type of offense. Or if you go to a system. team like Houston where you don't have those receivers. <laughs> Nico you know? Collins, not playing. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, or so like, okay, if he goes to Detroit, you have Amon Ross St. Brown, you will have Jamison Williams. That's a good start. Yeah. You get DeAndre Swift in the backfield. You got two good offensive tackles. And then hey, that's a pretty good start. And you get a new coach in there that knows. <sighs> Oh, tell don't tell me you guys are out. No, no, the talk I, around the NFL is that he's a joke. Oh, no. That's no. You're breaking my heart. And that, like, I'm out on Dan Campbell. What? The fact, Man, I'm, I've been biting Dan kneecaps Campbell, so fucking much Dan this Campbell, year. Dan Campbell, the person? Yeah. Great guy. About it. Yeah. I, I wish he was like my father-in-law. Like, he just looks like crushing beers with him. Yeah, I can't wait to go out, to like, Thanksgiving. Yeah. He's still playing the NFL. Like, he's and he's cool. probably like, come out of the garage, let's rep out 225. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't. I'm it out, but you go. They just haven't made any progress. Here's the one thing I've heard is that two wins in a row. So you've heard this <laughs> about kidding. me, right? My big thing is it's not it's not necessarily how it's great not a matter you are. Of <laughs> yeah, it's not a matter of NIF. It's it's can you hire a staff, right? And he hired all these former NFL players and they're not doing a good job. And that's the thing. Just because you played football doesn't mean you know football. Unless you're Jeff Saturday. Here's the crazy thing. And you want to know. A lot of those guys that play in the NFL, just freak athletes. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, yeah. And can some of it be too, though? Like, you just got to give them time to learn how to be coaches, right? Even though they were players, like, because transitioning from a player to a coach, I will say, we've n- talked is like really hard, no right? No shots fired at you right here. Yeah. You asked for more time for Matt Patricia, too. No, I, and yeah, for so, sure. I think at some point, like, but it's like could we, he eventually figure it out? Yeah. And then someone could come back to me and be like, hey, look at Brian Dable with the Giants. And be like, mm, it's immediate. Touche. Yeah. It's Im- I, yeah. And I was a bad. Or team. you know, like Kevin Daniel O'Connell, <laughs> Kevin O'Connell, head coach of Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, they're eight and Immediate one, and they just beat yeah. the Eagles. And he was a player, you know, not a good one, but he was a player. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think we're getting to a point with coaches. It's a lot like quarterbacks. You got to show up quick, man. Yeah, because otherwise, there's just it's too easy to get rid of you. Which is why is like, this year two or year three? Year Campbell? two, which yeah. is why I think like Nathaniel Hackett could be one and done. I think Brandon Staley could get fired by the With Chargers. Nathaniel Hackett, I just kept waiting for it to be like, okay, hey, like, you really like, hey, learn I from your mistakes. I like He's that a just lot. Yeah. not. Like, they look awful. And even the way the Broncos game ended against Tennessee, like, you have an opportunity as Russell Wilson to go down and have a game tying drive and score a touchdown, mm-hmm. and you shit the bed. Like, you know, it is embarrassing what's going on with the Broncos. And we talked about them before the season. The entire AFC West, this is the toughest division in football. The Raiders got Devontae Adams. I forget that Devontae Adams is on the Raiders. He's on my fantasy team, so I remember it. When he has like 17 receptions for 300 yards, that's dramatic. But at the same time, it's like, okay, Devontae Adams scored 26 points. What happened to the Raiders? Oh, the score was 3-17. to They scored three points with Devontae Adams going off. I will say what's hard about that is like, 
I'm pretty sure you could go back and hear all of us and all my colleagues at ESPN saying that Nathaniel Hackett was a really good hire. He'd never been a head coach before. You don't know until you know. Yeah. And I think like we use the Josh Rosen example all the time. When you know, you got to get out. Like when you know yeah. it was a bad hire, you got to get out. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Cliff Kingsbury? Ooh, I've heard, thank you. <laughs> you know, from Cardinals fans and other people that that he might be done this year. I think he just signed a new deal, and that makes it really hard for a very financially conservative ownership group to fire someone after they just signed a new deal. I don't know if that deal has gone into effect yet. Like, So I don't know if it was an extension or if it was a new contract. And Ooh. I think that's a very good question that we should be asking. Is, is this the same thing with would... Kyler? Yes, it was an extension. So can you just like revoke that and be like, eh, just kidding? Well, no, you can't revoke it, but you could cut him before it kicks in. Which they won't do. But if they did, they don't have they to could. pay him? Right. Oh, man, I've been watching this. I know I've talked about it a lot. God, suits. Dude. dude. Talking suits. You just, fina- <laughs> you just finagle Talking the shit out of those country. contracts, uh, man. So you would – I mean, your cap would be a little wrecked, but you could – it was so like when Mahomes signed his deal, remember? It didn't kick in until now. I've never yeah. seen the show Suits. Yeah. Never. I've heard about either. it. I've heard things. <laughs> what if the Cardinals – this is just a conspiracy that's fun. What if the Cardinals did keep in the clause of like the homework clause? Yeah, and he didn't know. And his his agents or whatever was never like, yeah, we'll fine check that. No, we'll we'll yep. run it through. <laughs> and it's still there because he's not been playing well. And not only has he not been playing well, <laughs> he's not playing anymore. Get him, get him, like, get him, get him. Just, <laughs> like out of nowhere, had a hamstring injury. I don't follow the Cardinals super close. I follow. How long ago would you say that hamstring came out? <laughs> it was like that a week hamstring ago. injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was week not two long weeks ago. ago? Hmm. Yeah. What came out about two weeks ago? Exactly. Oh, I mean, I, you guys know, and I'm not going to out the player. You know of a player that asked me for a copy of Madden <laughs> one August and then missed two preseason games uh, and practice. I thought that was I. That memory in that story lives rent free in my mind. Yeah. Where it was just Every like time he it makes the play, I think about it. The fact that it was like hell, you'll never believe who asked me for a Madden code <laughs> today. This player, <laughs> yeah. Then two days. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, no, right. not shocked no. at all that he's missing because he asked me for a coach. Also, shouldn't he get a coach yeah. for free? Or also, right. he makes a little bit of money. <laughs> well, at that you point, know? he wasn't, was he? He does make more than me. He makes <laughs> minimum in the NFL. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> makes more than me. And then with endorsements, like every player right. of his caliber, regardless of where your draft is, is probably making a million. Yeah. And it yeah, was. He was probably clearing clear close to that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a funny story. Oh, that's that, and that's where I came off. I do thing. think there's a strong chance that Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury are fired. I I think they would have to finish last in the division, which is where the Rams are right now and not them, so that makes it tough. But I, I think what's becoming obvious, whether Cliff is fired or not, is that he needs help. Uh, if you're going to keep him, yeah. you're going to have to surround him. Anything about defense. <laughs> at all or offense or adjusting or, I mean, they're they are the worst team Man, in the he NFL. Looks good, <laughs> they are the worst team in the nfl of the last four seasons second half points worst. i just want to know what went through cliff kingsbury's mind when he watched crazy stupid love for the first time and then was like yeah i'm gonna do that what that guy's doing i'm gonna do it gonna he do did that. it to michael bildwell <laughs> the problem though, he, he crazy stupid loved him uh <laughs> Someone needs to lend hog in the situation and take it over because, but you know, that's a bad roster as well. Yeah. I heard you guys talk about Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. He has not been very good. <clears throat> Zayvon Collins, they drafted another like hybrid guy. You know, remember him? He was a 
linebacker, pass rusher from Tulsa. He's not really been that good. Buda Baker is amazing, uh, but he's another undersized safety. That's hard to it's hard to hold up in those situations. Oh, I just and I don't mean to cut you off. Like it's just Tyron Matthew all over again in Arizona. Yeah, I think Buda's. I think I yeah, think he's yeah, more think versatile. Better. Like I feel like yeah. he's a more feared safety in terms of being hit across the right. middle, right? But like I just feel like the Cardinals, like you guys have said, there's been no progress there. Even with, you know, going to getting Kyler Murray, there was a little bit, but then it was like the NFL kind of caught up to him. Yeah. And then he's dealing with the injuries, and it's like, I think how much more of this NFL are they going to deal always with? always catch up to you as a player. It's your job to take the next step. 100%. And there's a reason there's a Call of Duty clause in his contract, right? <laughs> I mean, I, th- we can laugh about it and joke about it. There, I've never – I've been covering this sport for 12 years. I've never heard – I've been – I mean, I, I've been, like, covering this sport for a long time professionally for 12 years mm-hmm. i've never heard of anything like that no one else has either there's a reason for that 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 shit just doesn't get made up right like, this is a whole nother level from putting a hundred dollars on the back of like a game tape and handing it over to it's Mark the Strussel. 2022 version of that yeah or it's like no more video games. it's like you know on tiktok where it'll be like you've been watching too long they need that for yeah. kyler Hold like, up. Yeah. <laughs> how about you yeah. get up grab a drink yeah. snack bitch swipe but what they give him 250 shut up man. <laughs> you know what i mean he's he's 250 he's locked in unless they yeah. get do something before he runs I out. would love for them to just be like, just kidding. Like, even with Steve Kahn. What's Josh Rosen doing? I, well, I, <laughs> what practice squad is he on now? Yeah, where, what team? Wait, what can, I, can I throw up? He was a niner for a while. Can I talk about something about Josh Rosen real quick? Bring it on. Do you remember when he was coming out of UCLA, Mello? You were working at Bleacher Report at the time, and all the talk about Josh Rosen was he doesn't love football. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. He's got a hot tub in his room. He's he's super into politics. Yeah, he doesn't love football. That motherfucker has not started a game in four years, and he's still in the NFL. I think he loves football. Loves money. That's he's got sure. a top ten pick. No, he was top ten pick. He no, he doesn't need money ever again. Yes, that's true. That money's all guaranteed. He's How much money pick. did he get? Probably like twenty five, twenty six mil. But he's still I hate in the that league. we talk about that. And it was like, ah, it's really not that much. And then when you hear it just stand it alone, it's like, full. So like, but he's still in the league. So I think we can put to bed. Does he love football? <laughs> I think what we should have talked about was, was he good? <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Was My big answer? thing with Rosen too was always like, I didn't think he was going to respect coaching. Yeah. yeah. Might have been true. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe he just wasn't. I mean, he burned out pretty quick. I Arizona. do think that he was also one of the guys that got a lot of pub on the the draft circuit because yeah. of what he was as a high school recruit without a doubt and he had that it's weird because uh, he was some, never good in college no but sometimes you remember like a game or a throw from a player and he had a game against virginia where you were like oh damn like there it is that's the guy but it was against virginia mm-hmm. and that probably should have been a a warning a lesson where'd you have him that year do you remember right at quarterbacks yeah i don't remember so it would have been your the order, it went baker sam Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Darnold, and then I think Baker. Ooh, that's tough for you. Mm-hmm. But then I had um, Josh Allen, and I think Josh Rosen. Yeah. Hence the tattoo. And then way further down the list. Lamar Jackson. Why didn't Lamar Jackson? <laughs> Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. Then Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Definitely had him ahead of Lamar Jackson. I had, I had it Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and they were like tied, which I'm stupid. I Josh Allen was my guy. I don't know why. I got cold feet at the last second. Uh, and then I had Baker. I think I had Lamar than Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. I didn't like Josh Rosen. So I didn't. I did not like. That's Josh talking Rosen. 2017 and 18 NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was 2019? What class was that? Uh, that have been uh, Kyler. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Jones. Daniel yeah. Jones. Daniel, was best quarterback in that class. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, for real though, like what? Like no, I think he might be with Daniel Jones and Brian Dable coming in as the new head coach. Like, is this Brian Dable fixing Daniel Jones, or is this just how good Brian Dable is that he can put a quarterback in position to succeed? Because we saw it with, I mean, we even saw with Josh Allen and Buffalo where he got better every single year, and now Josh Allen is Josh Allen, and then Brian Dable comes to New York and the New York Football Giants. It's like here we go. I do think the Giants, like Melo alluded to, Daniel Jones is a free agent. They did not pick up his fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. They have a really tough decision uh, because this is – I would not pay him. This is like when um, when uh, Stefanski got to Cleveland and yeah. Baker was good, and you were like, oh, he fixed mm-hmm. Baker. And they were like, oh, let's wait and see. Yeah. I feel like with Daniel Jones, the problem is you don't have a fifth-year option, so you can't wait and see. I would be looking at options like the exclusive tag um, where it's a little bit less than the franchise tag and you have some – Wiggle room, the transition tag. I would not want to give him a long-term contract. I don't think they want to, just based on conversations I've had with people. And a lot, of, I've I've had people in my mentions be like, "Hey, what about they give him like a two-year?" I was going to say, know, "What about like almost a Trubisky deal? Maybe a little bit more money him, than he got." So I, I saw uh, Mike Tannenbaum said yesterday he thought twelve teams would try to turn their quarterback over. So if you're Daniel Jones, wow. would you take two for thirty to stay with the Giants? Yeah. Or, or if you're the Giants, can you put yourself in a position where you move up in the draft to get a guy? Because right now, like if the season ended today, the Giants are picking at 28. So I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a lot. But now speaking of that, this is the upcoming games or the remainder of the games for the Giants. They play Detroit. I'm going to assume that's a win. Then you go to Dallas. You play Washington. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Philadelphia, Washington again, Minnesota, Indianapolis, and then Philadelphia once more. So, like, you're really going to have to just but, play well if you're going to win these games. But they're Yeah, but they're already out of the running to be a, in the top three, which yeah. is where you need to be this year to get a quarterback. Um, so I, I see three go top three? Probably. Because we actually talked about this last show, so I'm, I kind of want to hear you guys go about this because Houston's going to need a quarterback. Yeah. Vegas is going to need a quarterback. Well, maybe. I don't, th- I don't think Vegas is as – it's not a hard yes or hard no. But I feel I, like they almost have to be. Or Ooh, after Derek Carr. Cried. Derek Carr yeah. with the Giants. But no, I mean, but like, so let's workshop this. Yeah. So let's say Bryce Young goes one to, who is it, Houston? Houston, yep. Okay, so two is the Raiders? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Raiders Chandler Jones has been horrible. He has half a sack this year. Yep. Derek Carr hasn't been bad. The offense, like everything else has been. Would you have Will Anderson or a rookie quarterback who can't beat out Derek Carr? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially in the AFC West. Or trade back and get an offensive line. Yeah, so like, I, don't, I don't think they go quarterback. Carolina, they take a quarterback. So we could say C.J. Stroud goes there. Mm-hmm. Philly at four is hilarious <laughs> because they have the Saints pick. Mm-hmm. But Philly, they need a three-tech, so they take Jalen Carter from Georgia. Boom, bam, he plays nice to Jordan Davis. We've seen that before. It's really good. Five, Jacksonville, they have Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they, they're a great trade back opportunity. Uh, they could go Miles Murphy, Dan from Clemson. They could. Uh, I, they don't need offensive tackle help. You think Jacksonville goes D end again? He's Why a little not? bit of a different D end though. Yeah, he's, he's two seventy five. Kick inside. I've loved him since he was a freshman. He's good. He's also going to run in the high four fives at six five two seventy five. So he he's like you say he's built different. That's your thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Cleveland uh, Farrell makes me scared of him. Cleveland Farrell should make everyone <laughs> afraid of. Uh, and then like Chicago. I got Burt mad on that. One. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chicago's not going quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Seattle probably doesn't. Why wouldn't you resign Geno? Keep Geno. 
right? Yeah, he's playing well. But do yeah. they have to re-sign him? Is yeah, he free agent? He's free agent. He might want to check the market, <laughs> right? <laughs> so he no needs to get paid. You kind of start running through this list, and you very quickly get to like Pittsburgh at nine has to have a conversation about quarterback, and then Detroit at eleven. If Dan Campbell's still the head coach of the Detroit Lions, they will draft Will Levis. I am guaranteeing <laughs> that that will happen yeah. today. Yeah, they're they perfect for each other. I would say so. Like you, you have Tankathon pulled up. Mm-hmm. Not just being a company man, ESPN has a football power index that looks at future strength of schedule and projects win losses. I actually do like that better because this is like, like you were saying it's with the right Giants. Now. Yeah, this is right now. But the football power index looks ahead and says, "Hey, the Giants are probably going to lose six of the last eight or yeah, whatever." This is probably where they this end is up. where they end up. So yeah. it, it makes it a little more accurate. I thought that you guys, when you did your mock drafts, you just based it off teams you hated. That's usually Maybe what we, we hate your team. That's why they're first. Yeah. Yes. And what and, and what give, you would do if you're the general manager? Right. Like if this was if this was me, this is what I would do. Or like you know, clearly I you're hate an idiot. I hate um, well, I hate every team clearly. But like so, I hate the the Raiders. So I will give them a bad player or two because I yeah. hate them. That's what people think that we do. Yeah. Who cares about being right? Yeah, no, no I do a lot. Uh, I'm obsessive <laughs> compulsive about being right. But I do think, and I think the reason I came on with you guys tonight is there is definitely. I've heard you guys talk about like, oh, this might not be a very good draft class. Yeah, I think it is, and that's. Not, I don't get paid based on ESPN's draft ratings. That doesn't matter to me at all. I won't even know what they are. It might help, though. It probably doesn't hurt. I was going to say, you uh, might. <laughs> I can tell you, we, we live in a bubble. You're paid more off of it than I do. True. That is true. <laughs> uh, but I do, think, I do think it's a better draft class than people realize. I, I really do. Like, Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I've been talking about it for weeks and how I just – and maybe even months, really, is that I feel like this draft class, there's just – there's been no excitement. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like there's just been the player, like the guy, like this is the generational talent that we're going to see here yeah. in this year's draft class. When we've seen, like last year, it was all these tackles, right? It wasn't necessarily quarterback, but it was like the tackles. There's a couple defensive ends. There's a couple receivers here that, is, that are going to be exciting. Which one goes first? We don't know. Or team's going to trade up for this receiver, that receiver. Yeah. And this year, it's like. What's there? So I do think some of that is because you're not in an office with me every day. I don't know what the good people at Citizens Bank think about the NFL draft. They're probably not talking about it. I appreciate that. If you guys need a loan, come to me. That's yeah. what I do now. Um, so I think that's part of it. I also think that the players that were hyped over the summer, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Kayshawn Boutte at wide receiver, have not played well. For people that don't know where those guys are. Ohio State for Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, Boutte, LSU, obviously. His name's Boutte. Um, <laughs> They have not played well, and I think that has hurt the perception of this being a strong wide receiver class, but people miss Quentin Johnston, who was a Texas recruit who left Texas, goes to TCU, torched the hell out of us last week. He looks like a top 15 pick at receiver. Jordan Addison, the Blitnikoff winner, best receiver in college football last year, transfers from Pitt to USC. They've been going off. You just got to stay up late to watch USC play, which you should do this weekend. They play uh, a late game. Yeah, be a good one. Uh, So I, I do think, like, at receiver, like the sexy positions, maybe it's been a little boring. Bijan Robinson, Mello touched on it. He'll be one of the top five running backs in the NFL tomorrow. He's that good. I said it. I think he's Saquon Barkley. Like that's that's the comp. Well, Saquon Barkley went two right in the NFL draft. Bijan won't go two because Dave Gettleman's no longer a general manager, but but he'll go early. Yeah. Um, top fifteen, he'll go top fifteen. Michael Mayer is a. It's funny because if, if there were no Brock Bowers, who's not draft eligible at Georgia, we would talk about Michael Mayer as like, this is the next dude. But what about because, Darnell Washington? Oh, so I love Darnell Washington. I, His Brock Bowers backup is mm-hmm. six foot seven, but he'll tell people, I'm a little taller than that. He's probably six eight, two seventy, but he's, he can run. He can move. 
Yeah, he's got hurdling people at that size. Number zero. Bold take. I think he's going to end up being a first-round pick. Uh, I have him ranked in my top 50, so that wouldn't be a surprise. If both of those tight ends are draft eligible? Brock Bowers is not. Okay. That's where I was like, but their number four tight end, Eric Gilbert, was one of the highest rated tight ends to ever come out of high school. It was amazing as a freshman at LSU. And then he went to Florida for a minute. The second. Second. And now he's (laughs) in Georgia where he can't really get on the field. He's had some problems off the field. Here's the thing, though. You don't have to do school in the NFL. Here's the thing. You don't care about <laughs> if Hannibal Lecter was six foot four, two fifty, and ran a four four, we'd say he had an eating disorder. So some of that stuff just doesn't matter <laughs> once mm-hmm. you are, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter if he went to class. In the NFL, you just have to pass one test. I don't if they do that anymore. Like I don't know, right? I don't know. Uh, we're in Missouri. We don't worry about these things anymore. Yeah. But I do think like. Bryce Young is fantastic. He really is. And there will be a lot of long, stupid conversations about how tall he is or how much he weighs. I've never, I mean, not never. His pocket presence is rare. Say Joe Burrow. I mean, it's just rare. Like that ability to feel pressure, to move. He's so poised. He's clutch. He's tough. And he's small. Like, but he plays within the pocket. I think anyone who watches him play realizes this dude plays from the pocket. We were all at a game in Austin, Texas, where Gary Patterson called a corner blitz on third down. And it was a great call, by the way. Great call. And the DB hit Bryce Young. He just didn't go down and he threw a game winning touchdown. So I think his arm strength is something that people are going to knock him for. I don't think that it's bad. So I'll, I'll shout out my buddy, Jordan Reed. We work together. He's fantastic. I love Jordan. He's, we had a conversation about Bryce Young and I, I brought that up. I was like, man, I don't know about the arm. And he was like, well, but the velocity is pretty good. I was right. like, oh, you're right. It is. Mm-hmm. It's the deep ball that is like, yeah, it's not always there. It's better than Quinn Ewers, which I've heard you guys talk about. But I do think Bryce is going to get knocked a little bit for, yeah, that can you push it? Well, it's like, yeah, you're finding a flaw. And which that's is going to be his. kind of the job, which is why also it's why like Will Anderson, big country. I think you've like, oh, Will Anderson, generational prospect. Well, we there's one defensive end a year now that's a generational prospect, so mm-hmm. it's not fair to do that. Also, I think expectations get thrown way off the map. The guy had 17 and a half sacks last year. He obviously can't match that. It's impossible to do that. The ball is coming out fast every team they play. Teams are running at him, you know, like scheming. They're scheming to run at him. So he's not going to have, and I will, I will say he's missed opportunities. There was, I think he had three missed tackles against Texas in the backfield. So he's got to, he's got to rein that in. He's not perfect. He did. Yeah. But he's special. Jalen Carter's special as well. How about a couple other names here? Because one other thing that we've seen in a lot within the last five years is a quarterback. That's kind of a surprise, right? The guy that kind of surprises us moves up, ends up being picked number or in the first round. Can you pick it last year? Yeah. Really, the discussion was which quarterbacks are going to go first round. If any, can you pick it? Does. But this year, like Drake May, is that? No, he's not eligible. He's not eligible. Here's I'm also, I'm glad you told me that because I really genuinely didn't know. But I know he's up for the Heisman. Yeah. And I just got to say this this kid rem- like, looks like Colt McCoy in football jersey. Like, just but he's built right like here. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Sweet. He's like 6'4, 235. Here's, you want to you take on Drake May? He'll be the number one pick next year. Get on BetMGM, bet it if you can. It'll be the first pick in 2024. I think so. I, I do. I think so. It's early, right? So Look like, at don't... Mac Brown, coach. Take him with Tar Heels. Maybe yeah, wouldn't that be recruit. nice in Austin? Dude can recruit. Well, we gave up on him 10 years ago. But you were talking about who could be the surprise ago. quarterback. I think it's Hendon Hooker. You know, he's 24. Yeah. He was a Virginia Tech transfer. I know Mello loved him when he was, when he was at Vontech. Yeah, 12 years he, ago. He's been really good at Tennessee the last two years. 
he has limitations. You know, he does not move well outside of the pocket at all. I think that's right now that's the limitation for him is sometimes you want him to be able to be elusive and he's not. Um, so that's that's one of the questions. But he throws a beautiful deep ball. He's got timing and touch. So I would say Hendon Hooker, even though he'll be 25 at draft weekend, I think some of that's a little overblown. But I, there's your if you want to quote unquote surprise or a guy that we weren't talking about over the summer as a first round pick. But for you know for Hendon Hooker to slide up, it means guys like Anthony Richardson at Florida fell out. It means Tyler Van Dyke at Miami fell out, and they were both two players I thought could have been top ten picks. That like Tyler Van Dyke has really struggled with the scheme change with Mario Cristobal coming to, to Miami. That's really affected him. And Anthony Richardson played like. 49 snaps last year and people were saying he was a top pick. Mm -hmm. So it was more like, okay, as we watched him play, he's got some big areas of development talents. there, definitely there. It's just, hopefully he stays in college and and develops one more kid. What about the one from Washington? Uh, Penix kind of making his name for himself. Yeah. He's making a name for himself because of his stats. I don't trust that offense at all. Like I'm not, I'm not looking at those numbers and saying, Oh wait, this probably translates. It's more like what Texas tech was doing in the early two thousands, yeah. you know, or Hawaii with Timmy Chang. It's like, if it, it feels kind of gimmicky to me, I don't know where you're at on him, Mello. I don't like him at all. I don't even think he's an NFL quarterback. You know who is? And I hate, I hate this for us. Bo Nix. You think so? I think Bo Nix has made himself a lot of money this year. Yeah. Good for him. I think he's going to get drafted. I don't think he's going to be good. Yeah, I think he's going to. He'll get drafted. He'll definitely get drafted. I'm not saying he'll start. Like, I would say right now, I bet he goes like third round. I think, I think Mel, Mel Kiper told me that he has Bonex QB five. So that's second or third round. I love Mel. He loved Jimmy Clausen too. But Jimmy Clausen was a second round pick. So it's yeah. like, you know what? Here's where Mel will not miss on where guys are drafted. He's so connected. He will know. Like so, if Mel says like, "Hey, Bo Nix, QB five, QB 6 I'm like, "Okay." Scouts have told Mel he's a. Right, I also don't like this player, quarterback class player. though. You haven't for a while though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not even last year. Some of the guys that you mentioned, even like a Tyler Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. I liked him over the summer, but man, he looks bad this year. He what looks about good. About your guy at Boston College. Couldn't oh, tell he's you. been hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Still, <laughs> big Phil. Oh uh-huh. yeah. He hey, won't get drafted. I I don't think that he's going to be anything special anymore. Yeah, that wrist injury really just it really him. yeah yeah I don't think he'll get drafted. I I've even I mean the Senior Bowl's inviting guys from Shepherd like that tells you a lot about the quarterback situation That's college. right now. That is a college. Okay. The the quarterback <laughs> I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He won the Harlan Hill Trophy last year. He's good, um, but yeah, I mean that's where they're what, at. Who are some of your favorite prospects in this class outside of the quarterbacks? I'm going to sound like a homer, but I'll go deeper than this. But Roshan Johnson at Texas, one of my favorite. He was recruited as a quarterback, moved to running back because they needed him. And I do think that he would start for 115 colleges at running back. He's just yeah. behind Bijan Robinson, so that, that hurts him a little bit. Um, I do love Jordan Addison at USC, and that might seem like, okay, well, he'll be a first-round pick. Of course you love him. But to be 175 pounds and play as tough as he is is it stands out to me. Like that's a that's a trait that you can like anchor with. It's like God dang, he's tough and he's a really good route runner. So I I think he might get washed down in this wide receiver class, but I love the way he plays. Um, Paris Johnson at Ohio State. There's another guy that does not get. He's never given up a sack. He was a five star recruit and they needed him to play guard, so he did. He played right. guard for two years and then graduation comes that he moves out to left tackle this year. 
And he's like, he shut down everyone he's faced. And he's just really good. It's like the receiver position there. He was kind of waiting his turn. He was. And yeah. he was so good at guard, if I remember correctly, they shuffled around guys like Thayer Munford. They did last year. And we're yeah. like, mm, we got to get this dude on the field. Let's move him over to guard. Let's put this guy here. Yeah. And then we can get uh, Paris on the field as well. Yeah. And against Michigan last year, no one could stop anyone except for him. Like he's the only guy that really had a good game against Michigan last year, which stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that was a, not who do you think game. wins that matchup this year? That's two weeks away. I think Ohio state does because Michigan's quarterback is completing like under 50% of passes. McCarthy, yeah. And I know it's like the run game. Blake Corum is a mm-hmm. Heisman candidate. Uh, their Michigan's D line. I know it's a shock to all of us. It's very, very good. Mike Morris is a potential late first-round pick that a lot of people aren't talking about. Maisie Smith is super athletic at D-tackle. I think Ohio State does. I mean, it's just to me, it comes down to, to players. Yep. You know, it's like, why did Alabama lose to Tennessee players? Yeah. Yeah. Any, like, what about the secondary? Any corners outside yeah. of Ringo? Like, I love oh, him. Come on, Melo. You were a Steelers fan in the 90s. Joey Porter Jr. That's the guy. You think it's legit? Joey Porter Jr. is the guy. Do you think any of it has to deal with the name? No, I think it's how good he is. I really do. Like, because I don't care about that stuff. And, and no, I think he's really, really good. Um, Keely Ringo at Georgia, you mentioned, is fantastic as well. I think it's a good corner class. Like, there might be five in the first round. Uh, Clark Phillips at Utah, a little undersized. He might be a nickel. Uh, Christian Gonzalez at Oregon. He was a transfer from Colorado. He's been really good as well. Cam Smith at South Carolina, really good player. Uh, Eli Ricks at Alabama is a tough one because All-American is a freshman at LSU. And then he's had some off-field stuff. I mean, he got arrested draft weekend, speeding and coach drugs in the car. <laughs> but on the field, you know, you're not going to find many guys who are – I mean, he outplayed Derek Stingley Jr. So it's that's the, the rub. Is like, Do you think he could still find himself in the first round? No. I don't. I don't know when when Nick Saban won't play you for a couple of weeks. That's probably that's gonna be tough. It only takes one team though. It really like right. You know, Damon Arnett went in the, first the Raiders. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've been they've been worse players than that. You know, they go in the first round. That's so, true. Um, you know, the, who was the tackle at LSU a couple of years ago? That uh, city Charles. Yeah, the Charles kid. He was their left tackle. The national championship year. Every team in the NFL had him off their board except for one, Washington. And they drafted him in the fourth round. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let's get to the real talk that we wanted to bring you on for. And that is what I call the most underrated holiday in Thanksgiving. Big Thanksgiving guy. Here. Same. I, it doesn't get the attention that it deserves. In a, we started talking about Christmas a little bit. You want to celebrate Christmas? That's fine. But put some respect on Thanksgiving. Mello's out here for our Jewish listeners. If you want, if you don't, that's okay too. It's whatever. Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses, Jews, you guys are cool. Whatever you do, everybody. Thanksgiving. It's I don't even time know to put how. some respect on its name. I'm know. not going to, but you boys go ahead. What? Yeah, man, I just can't oh, because he doesn't have a family. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks, bro. I really appreciate that. See, You're not wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell do. Me, I do love my family. But like, tell me, you grew up in a good. I saw a, a TikTok the other day. It was like, you know, how you knew you grew up in a house, good house. You like Christmas. <laughs> it was like, shit, that's deep. It's not stressful. <laughs> Oh, weird. I got Are mom and dad going to fight again this morning? Santa just got here. I, so uh, my son's in the third grade, and yesterday or today we were driving to school, and he was like, hey, what are we going to have for Thanksgiving? And I was like, you know, we're going to have turkey. And, like, he's getting super excited, and he was like, wait, 
we need to eat what the Native Americans did on the first Thanksgiving. I was like, well, maize. <laughs> and he was like, we're going to have some corn. And they, he's like, I know they didn't have cows yet, so we need to have pork. And I was like, we're not really a ham house. We're not a ham house. I, I do. Thanksgiving is one of my favorites because what's weird, I'm not like a big portions guy, so I'm not going to sit down and like eat three plates. But I love the like lounging of like, hey, I'm going to eat, and then an hour later, I'm going to grab a little bit more, and I'm going to watch football. Uh, we're doing Thanksgiving cocktails at the Miller House this year, Mello, because Thanksgiving is finally at my house what is after all these years. Yeah. I'm working up a couple. That's what I was asked to do is prepare Thanksgiving cocktails. So I think I'm going to have a bourbon cocktail, which I think what I'm going to do is uh, a little bit of bourbon and a cranberry Sprite, and then maybe uh, stir it with a cinnamon stick. I'll have some moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't drink bourbon. I just love that you go into it and he's just like moonshine. What if I did it with rum, like a white rum, cranberry spray? Or what if you did it with moonshine? Bud Light? <laughs> yeah, or whatever it was Bud Light. I can't drink beer on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I just a you're gonna a blow. Oh, I don't do that and all the food that you're gonna be eating. You'd be mis- I feel like it'd be just be miserable. I'd fall asleep at the table. <laughs> just like, like, um, and I I don't drink around my children. So I don't mind Thanksgiving. I just always feel like it's a letdown on how good. Like, on how much I'm going to enjoy the food. And you guys are going to be like, oh, the food's not that good. You're going to the wrong Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's not that. Because I – it wasn't anything. It's your mother. I went with you guys a couple of years ago. And, like, even then it was just like I eat this food, but I'm so – like, I want to eat more, but I can't because I'm stuffed. And I take home leftovers. Like, I don't want to just eat leftovers for days. So then I feel like I'm just wasting it. You went to our Thanksgiving. I feel like you're the only one that has that opinion. Same. I don't I, know, man. I feel like <laughs> – so like, I, I do like Thanksgiving. Like, I loved – my grandma, she used to make – like homemade chicken noodle soup. She made the noodles from absolute scratch, and I loved it. But then it was just like after a while, then you start like you get turkey. Like the turkey's dry, and you get ham, and it's like, why am I having ham here? Well, I feel like problem. this is <laughs> the wrong all day for ham. And then it's just everything else. Like I'm not a fan of stuffing. I really just I feel like wow. that's just a weird. You know what? Though deal. I've been single for so long, so let me throw it back to when I had to go to multiple Thanksgivings. There were some Thanksgivings where I would show up to and be like, this sucks. You guys' food's not good. It's hot in here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Why is There's it hot? There's so many people. We had to have a theme for what we were wearing. Mm-hmm. You're all screaming and yelling in here. You got three stoves on. There's too many. There's tables and chairs everywhere. Yeah. Ooh, I, I just want to watch the fucking football hours. game, and I got someone that I don't care about talking to me, or my grandpa calling me a Tide Pod eating motherfucker because of my generation. It's like wow. I don't care. Okay. You want to let it out? That was it. Is I just cannot. Climb to a couch. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I got a bad family. <laughs> I, I was just saying, so what but I, I love with the leftovers is I'm going to take some rolls and I'm going to make turkey sliders with a little gravy on it. And that's my leftover. So you got to mix it up. Yeah. Got to reinvent. Also, gravy on everything. Gravy on everything. That's, that is my move. I make a plate and then I come back to the gravy and I just gravy my plate. Mm-hmm. So, idea. It's like cashew chicken. Yeah, exactly. That's what like it looks that. like it's when I'm done with it. It's like, what is under all this brown I do sauce? think, as is this, <laughs> the case with a lot of things, country is you just grew up in the wrong house. I love Thanksgiving. So it's, we've never had a bad Thanksgiving. And I will say, uh, fully endorse the idea of, and I married one of these girls, so I'm practicing what I'm preaching. You got to marry someone that's not close to their family. 
Say, I don't, don't want do that. that, though, because that means no family. And I, <laughs> yeah. I love family. You oh, never mind. You're that guy. You you're, the, you're the person. <laughs> never mind. You're the one. <laughs> yeah. Some lady's going to find you and be like, God, his family you know sucks. What? We're never going there again. I'm going to Freud us. No wonder he's our And friend. I hate that because I love, like, I love family. And, like, I love, like, the it's idea of I do love my family. You just wish they did it better. You stop dropping names. Don't be dropping names. Just It's the whole ordeal of just, like, in, Bryce says it perfectly in the chat. It's because it falls between two holidays. Like I give it to Thanksgiving. It's like now I'm just looking forward to Christmas. This isn't Christmas, and I love Christmas. I love the Christmas music, the decorating, just the Christmas spirits Same. up there. Everyone's happy and like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving it's like tailgate. it's your tailgate before. Yeah, Thanksgiving really is it's good, like let's yeah. be thankful for this. And I was like, bitch, I'm not thankful for my parents getting a divorce again. Well, yeah, that's like that's I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, and maybe that is it. I'm realizing it now. We're going. <laughs> we're just going through the cycle of emotions right I think, here. I, I don't have anything to be thankful for when I'm around people. my family. You have Reese. I do have Reese. You I'm have excited for that. I do. What are you going to do with him for Thanksgiving? You feed him. You feeding that dog table scraps? Absolutely not. Yes, he is. I'm not. Look at that face. No, yes, he because is. he's going to shit everywhere. We're still getting That's potty true. trained. I'm not about to mix that up. <laughs> You've got that dog a month. You're still potty trained? Oh, yeah, schedule. Like, you, you never stop potty training. You told me that before the show. I didn't huh? say that. You what? said what? Never stop potty training. Never. Don't ever get It's like when you get married, you never routine. stop dating. It's like a puppy. You never stop the schedule. Never Keep stop potty schedule. training. Oh, okay. I yeah. got you. Yeah. I'm like, eventually that dog should be potty trained. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm with you now. What are your foods that you're looking forward to on Thanksgiving? Is mom listening? I don't know. Okay. Uh, our mom does a, <laughs> Our mom's turkey is one of my favorite foods. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Without a doubt. Um, I don't like, and you know this, I don't like macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I know everyone else in our family loves mom's mashed potatoes. I don't. And she Ooh. knows this. So I just don't. I, I like a different kind of mashed potato and that's okay. Uh, so I will say turkey. What kind do you like? Like what? I need, I don't like when they're super like thin. I need like some texture in there. Okay. Like if they're like too smooth, like mm -hmm. they're too mashed. Yeah. Like yeah. stop. Yeah. I don't want them whipped. Like stop halfway. Yeah. Like if I bite Throw a potato, a it's okay. <laughs> God, yeah. Wait, you want the chunk in your mashed potatoes? I'm fine with, I'm good yep. with chunky mashed yeah. potatoes. Oh, I feel like that just throws it all off. I also would I'm probably like, like if some it's cheese and creamy. some bacon on it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Real, real thick. Yeah. Maybe throw some of the skin in there too. Or yeah, just a big potato. I almost, potato. I almost <laughs> want my maybe pop it in the microwave for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Put in some aluminum foil. So there's a difference. I'm in between the too creamy and the chunks in it because I don't like it when I'm eating mashed potatoes. We're not talking about your body. About <laughs> Damn dog. Just easy on the shots. I'll have you back. <laughs> no, I'm with, just, no, you can be too much of one. I yeah, agree. because like I like to have like if I do have like turkey or ham, it's like I'm gonna swipe it through the mashed potatoes. And take a bite of that. And if I'm eating mashed potatoes and I got a chunk in there, it's like that throws off the texture. That makes That's sense. messing me up. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not a dipper. If I were, I think it would be different. I did, like the mashed potatoes, I'll mix up. Like mainly because of my grandma's chicken noodle soup that we used to have. I shouldn't even call it soup because it was just chicken, chicken noodles, noodles. On Thanksgiving? Oh, dude. She made homemade rolls, chicken noodles no, that, over mashed potatoes love, with I gravy. Lo I love chicken and noodles. Oh, my. And McMahon, you take a big old scoop of mashed potatoes. Right on the middle of that plate. Why don't you go there for Thanksgiving? Don't get along with them anymore. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Never mind. You just got to ask. You got to ask a no, hard-hitting like, question. Amazing. Who's interviewing yeah. who? Wait, why did it you sound so good? <laughs> the food sounds amazing. Some bitches shot me with fireworks. Like, you're my dad. No, I'm not. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> not yours. His, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Where are you? 
I do think Thanksgiving is an underrated holiday. I like the uh, what you said about it being like the pregame. It's a tailgate. It's a tailgate, tailgate for, for Christmas. Christmas. I, I enjoy Christmas as well. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, though. I don't have you heard. I'm going to run. We got to talk to. So our parents moved in with me. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, it was suggested we have brunch for for Christmas this year, and I was I, gonna, that's fine. Don't don't mess with Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so I. I <laughs> Christmas Eve is our dad's birthday. We always do like a birthday thing, and then we we're all atheists, so we just open presents. And it's like, hey, just Pop. for the record, I am not. But... <laughs> Pretty much. When's the last time you? Church? There's no <laughs> chance our parents are atheists. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> not okay. Well, no one is. A <laughs> yeah, I will call you your. Christian. I will call your mom right yeah, now. No, she no. will be listening to the show. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we don't do like a religious Christmas, mm-hmm. right? I do. And, okay, you have fun with that. Uh, I have get... a nativity scene yeah. set up in your spare bedroom. <laughs> Which one? Uh, I'm not telling you. So anyway, I asked Pop. I was like, "Are you going to be okay having brunch for Christmas?" And he's like, "I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Like, that's you and him are the same person." I was like, "Yeah, hey, I actually just don't care." Yeah, Thanksgiving. Don't mess with it. Christmas, don't care. Christmas, I don't care. No ham. Yeah, I just, I do think it's weird when I show up and there's a ham. I'm just, and I even ask, like, why ham? For Christmas? No, for Thanksgiving. Okay, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I went back to Thanksgiving. And it's just like, oh, your grandpa likes ham. Why the fuck is there turkey? Uh, But again, back to, like, when I was married, I did like the fact that I could go to my family's thing and I knew it was going to be turkey. And then if I had to go to my next thing, it wasn't just here's the exact same I would, food. You know, so like, I do. I respect the ham on Thanksgiving. Should my wife get adopted at 31 years old? I would hope it would be a family that's like, hey, we don't pasta tonight, or like we're doing Mexican food. You know, mm-hmm. boy, Chinese that was my family a long time ago. It was like, hey, what are we doing for Easter? Mexican food. Mm, okay, <laughs> maybe that's the one holiday you don't have pasta. The Italians killed Jesus. Nope. <laughs> <Easter>. What? <laughs> what? Say that again, Kyrie. What? It was no, Italians. No, it wasn't. Look it up. It sure was. Look I know. I, it was not. The You're Italian. going off the Bible story. I'm going off the truth. The Italians? You also think 9-11 wasn't an inside job. <laughs> Wait, okay. wait. the Italians killed Jesus? Yeah. I don't know. He said it before. I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> I don't know. No, buddy. No. The hey, Romans? I know. I know. You're going to say the Romans. It was the Italians. Italians let it. Italians were like, hey, Romans killed Jesus. And they're like, hi, hi. That was the Jews. <laughs> well, it was also, yeah. They're all mixed in. Dude, they're all there. I'm not calling them all the same religion. I did not say that. Right? You killed Jesus. No. <laughs> False. I did not say that. I mean, I don't believe in him, so I don't think anyone killed him because I don't think he's real. So, fun fact. Well, he was real, right? Like, you then you can't tell me I'm wrong. His suits, yeah. I do say Lawyered. There's his historical record of a man who claimed to be a prophet. In Mesopotamia at that time. Also, David Koresh did it in the 90s in Waco, Texas. They were both real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> One was holding a bunch of guns. <laughs> right. <laughs> the other healed blind people. So yeah. back to our rankings of top five Thanksgiving food. Which one was your guys' first? I don't think we ever gave gravy. an official number one. Gravy. Mine is actually – it is mashed potatoes and gravy. So that's mine. Or mine's just mashed potatoes because the gravy I'm going to have separate. Like that might be – what? <laughs> because in I'm glad you asked. I'm actually I am so happy you that just, you asked because have the gravy separate on the side. No, are you I'm, drinking it? No, you I'm not having shop? like He's I'm eating the, the gravy. God dang it! Like I'm gonna have gravy with my mashed potatoes, but I'm not just gonna have it with that. So I can't put mashed potatoes and gravy in one because I'm also gonna put gravy over my turkey okay. because my family's turkey is so damn dry. <laughs> I need some moisture there. Have you ever How seen? How about some gravy? Uh, Chris That's Christmas why I gotta mix them up. Vacation? Have you seen it? National yeah. Lampoon's, yeah. that's you. With Shitter's the, with full? That. Yeah. 
Doing that. Yeah. some water. Uh, <laughs> Save the neck for me, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'd be moist. No, so mashed potatoes and gravy is mine. I'm also, I'm really looking forward to stuffing this year. Uh, yeah. I'm I've too. not been a big stuffing guy over the last couple of years, but I'll tell you, Kathy Miller knows what she's doing with the stuffing. She did let me know because she was, she kept saying, oh, turkey and dressing. I was like, mom, I don't actually think it's called dressing. And she's like, I'm not stuffing it in the turkey. It's called dressing. I was like, you are right. Have you seen these? TikTok I bet she was at snippy too. <laughs> she was. <laughs> um, people putting like a Cornish hen inside of a turkey. And then oh, they yeah. pull it out, and they're like, "Oh my god, pregnant. this turkey was pregnant! <laughs> ah, that's, that's the worst!" Like, I want to do I that to that. my daughter. I want, I want you guys to do that to your kids this year. <laughs> what I want to do, mine would be mortified though, and never eat turkey again. Yeah, yours definitely would be. No, I'm afraid of blowing up the house. I want a deep fried turkey, but I am afraid of blowing up the house. Our buddy do it Matt Bowen, he puts a beer. He does like a beer turkey. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of people yeah. do that. What I've gotten confused by that. What causes it to blow up? Like, why is it? When you put the turkey in it, blow up. Like what do you frozen do turkey, it's a frozen uh, turkey in it. I don't, I don't know. Some what the chemical reaction, reaction. with the ice. I'm assuming, like just because it's frozen, but or? it will blow yeah. the. Fuck yeah, up. I've seen the videos, but I was like, I don't know what. That's wrong. my like, favorite thing to do on fast. Black Friday is to watch. I look for those videos. I don't go shopping. I look for those <laughs> it's videos. Like July 5th, like, who blew off their hand? <laughs> my who next caught food? their garage on fire? <laughs> that video this year, Fourth of July, where like the car blows up. Yeah, the one. My next, my next food here though, pumpkin pie. Ooh. I'm actually not a big pumpkin pie. I'm not either. So it has to be homemade. I hate the store-bought stuff. Like, I need a real good crust. If it has oh, that gee. little, when you, like, take the crust and it just gets flimsy or, like, breaks, like, I need it to like be a little flaky tough. crust? Not too flaky because then it just falls apart. You know, I... I need my Grandma Terry's pumpkin pie. You're going to have to make honest. up with them. Her. Yeah. the other people. Yeah. <laughs> F the rest of them. <laughs> I, have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory? I had not been until somewhat recently. Um, I've actually, I've never been. I don't they, think, I think have, I've been through to like try and do like a sale. When they I have was, like a graham cracker crust on their cheesecake. If I could get that on a pumpkin pie, I would, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. I'm going to call my grandma Terry and be like, hey, I know it's been a while, but like next week, <laughs> have me some food made. You're I'll just grab a plate town. and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And well, also, uh, rolls. You got, you got oh, big time. Where big are you time. at on green bean casserole? Because it's top three for me. Uh, big fan. Big fan. I don't big think fan. I've ever had good green bean casserole. Really? And I don't think I had it at your at your parents' place either. Mm-hmm. That thing's good. Yeah, it's good. I think. And our mom makes great green beans. Yeah. She like slow great roast green them, beans? and they're mm-hmm. like they're like she puts like a tub of butter in Can there. You guys just make a plate for me. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> one said yes, one said no. Is this mom and dad? Which one do I? <laughs> Which I, one's telling me yes? I'm asking them. I say them. no because for the last like five years, I've wanted to take a plate home, like a leftover, and everyone else gets them. So the fact that Thanksgiving's at my house this year, I'm shutting that shit down. There are yeah, no plates. Just, it's just one. <laughs> Mello will get a plate. No one else I'll will. Get, no, yeah, I was going to say, Mello doesn't get a plate. He gets fucking uh, bags. Because <laughs> I watched him walk out, and I was like, do I get one? And he's like. Try and go in there, and he just left. Like that's how he left. He's the favorite, so he can do whatever he wants. But I'm gonna I do always stuff. get the leftovers. Always. Yeah, like, I don't even think it's in question. Anymore. And then I <laughs> never have food in my house, so then I starve on things. How do you not have food? And there's like eight people living in your house. Uh, we eat out. Still, <laughs> I thought yeah. you meant like there were a bunch of people in your house, so there was never no, food no. in there. <laughs> eat, eat out. DoorDash that's probably where my mind should have gone, but <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other Thanksgiving <laughs> takes before we? Uh... Are there any other desserts like a pecan pie? I don't you like. Do you guys like those for Thanksgiving? Me, I'm a really not a big dessert guy. Nice. I so, like ice cream. I don't really like mm-hmm. ice cream. I'll eat it. Like I'm not a monster. Uh, cookies. I'm not crazy about cookies. Do you know what I hate about myself on Thanksgiving? 
is where it's like, I'm going to try not to eat as much. I've, I've noticed I did this last year. It was like, I don't want to eat the desserts because, like, focusing on my diet. And it's like, motherfucker, I didn't do it any other time of the week. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, any other time <laughs> of the year. Like, today. why am I doing it? It's like, because right. my family that I haven't seen in a while is here. And they're like, ooh, look at the photo. She, hey, like, I, I did that This once. year, I'm going in, like, rolling me out of here. Sweats, baby. You're rolling me down. Yep, I'm not dry. I'm going to be hung over off my ass this year, too. I know that. Because nice. Wednesday night, well, going out with friends. Day. Yep. Oh, I'm thanks for the invite. Wow, sick. I thought we already talked about it. No. We definitely did earlier in the week. I don't know. You're both looking at me. I'm going out Wednesday. I'll tell you that. Meet me there. <laughs> That's the invite. <laughs> yeah. I I cannot drink wild turkey anymore, though. No. No. I'm an adult. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Not really. As I'll I, do shots. Of I have more than Natty $7 in my <laughs> yeah. banking account, so I can't drink wild turkey I just, anymore. I did a couple wild turkey Wednesdays, and it's... Mm. I think that's one of those cool. things that I just can't do. I anymore. can see forty, so I'm you know I get yeah you're close. I, like I can. It's over. It's it's just on the horizon. I'm so. looking at thirty about. Oh, no bear. more wild. How old are you going to be this year? Thanks. No, twenty eight, twenty seven. Um, Emma asked no. me. Emma yeah. asked me how old you were going to be, and I was like. <laughs> 30, no, wait, <laughs> he's not really 35. We've just been saying he is. When you turn 35, it's going to be amazing. You are currently 26 years old. Yes. Damn. I moved here is... when I was 24. It's <laughs> a surprise to me. I thought you were turning 28 this year. Nope. I thought he was already. You guys celebrated my 30th last year on my surprise birthday party. Yeah. And they were like confused. upset that I wasn't surprised. It was like, well, it's for 30. I'm 26. <laughs> I'm just as confused. And it's a surprise. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Could you put it on your Facebook profile, how old you are? That helped me a lot. Yeah. Or you just know my birthday. I, I do. It's November 30th. Thank you. He didn't know something like an hour ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just thought we were another week into November. It's it been flying by. It has yeah. been fun being back. This month has gone by very fast. Mm -hmm. It has. Yeah. We're yeah. on the 17th. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> Look at the date. Tonight is one week from Thanksgiving. <laughs> Look at that. That's reading, that's reading the calendar with the country. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is it for us, though. We do appreciate you guys joining us. Matt, it was good to have you back on with us. Big Country and I will be back on Sunday breaking down uh, a weekend of football. We'll see what else happens. We did have the MVP uh, awards for baseball. Maybe we'll talk a little baseball and offseason as well. Sadly, my guy Nolan Arenado did not win the MVP. But that's it. We appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you again on Sunday.